Howdy, howdy. Welcome back to the Hardcore Podcast. I am episode... <laughs> What's happening? Chris is episode. I am episode. Today we are talking about Chris. <laughs> you just want me to go back into it? Yep. <laughs> howdy, howdy. Welcome back to the Hardcore Podcast. This is episode 51. Yeah. And I'm your host, Christopher Norwood. And I'm your host, Robert Melton. So, I think we got some pretty cool stuff. I say that every episode, but I think we got some pretty cool news for y'all today. Um, we're going to be discussing some uh, Pokemon leaks. We got some reviews. We got some PS5 news. Some, some Guitar Hero news. Whoa. Yeah, some new uh, meta news. Oh, yeah, the, the meta. What is it called? MetaQuest 3. MetaQuest. Not meta, not, not like Facebook news. <laughs> But, but it's called the VR. meta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They changed okay. it from the Oculus to the meta. Really? Yeah. I like Oculus more. If I'm Same. Being honest. Um, yeah, but before we get into that, how you been, buddy? Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. Um, just been working a lot. Playing around with this, uh, this MacBook. Trying <coughs> to make that transfer from uh, Windows over to Mac OS. Going to eventually get a um, <laughs> iMac or whatever <laughs> yeah, it's called. Right. <laughs> no more PC games. What the heck? I can only run 20 games? What? <laughs> Literally. Fucking Sims 3 and uh, not even 4. You can't even run Sims 4? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you Damn. can. Damn. So uh, I was going to ask anything new, but still been playing Baldur's Gate? Yep. That still solo playing campaign. Baldur's Gate. Yeah. And uh, when you're not working, playing with you. Yeah. Um, we're still in Act 3. I think we've yeah, played one um, time since last week. I think, yeah, I think so far we've maybe had three or four sessions, and all three or four of those sessions have been in Act 3. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff to do. You know, all the acts are pretty big, but Act 3 is definitely the biggest, I would say. Seems like it, for sure. Yeah, because you're actually in Boulder's Gate, finally. Yeah. So there's just, like, a lot to explore, a lot you can miss. Because um, with you being in Boulder's Gate, there's a lot of people to talk to, so a lot of quests and stuff. Yeah, but we're fun. having a good time. Yeah, Act Three is is really good. Like a lot of the the stories, like coming together in Act Three. A lot of those, uh, especially the NPC stories. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so funny how you can literally play that game for fucking ten hours and you complete like one thing. Our last two sessions, I would say, that was like the epitome of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, um, I think our last session we did the hack Ooh. quest. Oh, huh? okay. <clears throat> oh, no, I wasn't going to spoil anything. But just uh, <laughs> a hag, a hag quest line. And, yeah, that was like four, five hours. Mm-hmm. Pretty in-depth, a lot of shit you can miss. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty fun. But uh, other than that, um, Ashley and I watched Gen V. Oh, okay. Um, what do you think? So, there's only four episodes out right now, I think. I'm not sure when. Actually, I want to say it's probably a Thursday show. So, it might come on. The next episode might come out today. Oh. We're recording this on Thursday. Nice. <clears throat> so, we'll probably eventually watch that. Well, maybe not till next week, if I'm thinking right. But, uh, I'll say this. Very good, dude. Very good. Might be better than the boys. Oh, wow. 
It um, competes. I wasn't expecting that, but I was expecting it to be like really freaking good. Yeah. Like I wouldn't expect anything less in that the boys universe made by the same people. I imagine mm-hmm. it's hard to say um, <clears throat> because I've seen three seasons of the boys. I know how intense shit gets and right. how good that show is. Yeah. But in four episodes, like, I know they're nailing it. That's crazy. That's like <laughs> to say, like, it may be better, and you've just only had four episodes. Yeah, that's wild. But it's, that's it's saying something. It's very good. Definitely watch it. Definitely yeah. watch it for anybody listening to this, especially if you're under the age of eighteen. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, <laughs> that first episode um, was pretty raunchy. Well, question for you. For the people that maybe haven't seen The Boys, do you need to have seen The Boys? No, not at all. Obviously, it helps. <clears throat> yeah, there's like um, like reoccurring characters. Not not exactly, but you'll see like the deep here and there. Oh, um, okay. In like infomercials and shit like that. You'll see like Homelander statues and stuff. Okay. So nothing like directly tied into them. Because they're obviously, yeah. you know, like the big leagues, whereas this is based on a school right? to try to get in to the, like the top tier into the, uh, into Vought, I guess. Oh, okay. To maybe have a better running at the, exactly. what are they called? Like the top five or something? What are? Uh, the seven. The seven. The seven. Yeah. Um, I was really off there. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Um. So if you've seen the boys and then watch this, obviously you have this universe already fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So it's probably most people I imagine are coming from the boys to watch Gen V. Yeah. I need to watch fucking, what is that? Diabolical or whatever. The uh, animated series. I wonder how good that is. Oh, Cause I the boys is based off about of uh, that. a comic. Oh, is it yeah. like a graphic novel? Mm. So I'm sure that's gotta be pretty good. Especially, I mean, if you can make um, Invincible, Invincible, like yeah. the boys is literally Invincible, but real life, pretty much. That is true. Yeah, if it's anything like Invincible, then like I'm there. Yeah, I'm sold. You know what I've weirdly been watching? What? Any guesses? Weirdly uh, been watching. I, I would be so impressed if you guess this. It's so random. Uh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, even more random. Uh, 60 Days In. Oh, dude. Ashley's got that on all the time. It's really good. It's just, it like, really entertaining. It is. And you learn a lot about, I don't know, like, I'm obviously not going to go out and join a gang, but, like, you learn about the, you know, gang life, and it's just, you know, because they have their own rules and oh, stuff, yeah. and it's just, like, super interesting. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? For example, um, real quick, there were, there were these two... um blood gang members beefing with each other. And there's a rule that if two gang members are to like get into a fight around people who aren't in the gang, that's like a no-no. So all these blood members were watching these two other blood members fight each other and they were just kind of waiting. Mm. And they just jump in and start punching them. So they're like freaking beating their, you know, their buddies up. And then afterwards everyone's just hugging it out. They're like, man, my bad, my bad. Like, we're good, we're good. <laughs> I'm just like, that's so crazy. It's fucking a wolf pack, dude. I know, but it's like, damn, you yeah, know. Got to fight to be alpha. We knew better. We knew we shouldn't have done that shit. Yeah. Talking to this guy that just fucking rocked my jaw, you know. I'm like, <laughs> my bad, man, my bad. But I'm like, wow, this is so entertaining. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's really all I've been up to. Working, you know, since uh, we last recorded, we probably played one more session of uh, Boulder's Gate and then just watching 60 Days In. Hell yeah. Yeah. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. So all without right. further ado, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. Episode 51. One, one, one. Episode 51. <laughs> That's funny. You want me to go first with my random news? Let's do it. All right. So, starting April of 2024, online gameplay and other online features will be shut down for the 3DS and Wii U. This will, however,. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I wrote the wrong word. This will, however, not affect Pokemon Bank immediately. Mm. Although this is the case, they still urge players to transfer all their Pokemon from older games as Pokemon Bank will inevitably shut down. So people may hear that and think, they already did that. But what you're thinking of, if you are thinking that, they shut down the online store for the 3DS, the eShop for 3DS and Wii U. But now all kind of like online gaming and, you know, functionality will be shut down April of 2024. Yeah, that's interesting because I always thought all that stuff went with it. I mean, I think I kind of assumed that too, weirdly. (coughs) When I seen this, I was like, oh, oh, okay. But I mean, I'm sure some people out there that are like, damn, Mm -hmm. damn, I can't play Triforce Heroes with my boys (laughs) anymore on the 3DS, damn. (laughs) That's cool, though, because, I mean, not that I would probably ever transfer them, <clears throat> but I have a shit ton of Pokemon in Pokemon Bank. Hold on. You wouldn't transfer them? Why not? Uh, I don't really see the point. Is it, is it like Pokemon you already have? Pretty much. From, like, other and games, nothing, better I mean, versions, maybe shiny variants of them? I mean, I have, like, a bunch of, because that was when I had, like, XY, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and... Honestly, the, those might be the only games. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Ultrastone, Ultra Moon, but I, I never uh, finished those. So I can see like someone having um. Oh shit! Got some readjustments going on. Uh, sorry, y'all. Um, so like if I had like a shiny Ampharos that I caught on Scarlet or Violet, I can see if I went through. X and Y or like black and white and I had this Ampharos in my team the entire like game I could see that having some like sentimental value you know so I'm like oh yeah. man I need to bring my boy over you know, <laughs> I could see something like that yeah. even though you have like a maybe a better version of it but yeah now if I had like say my first Zubat oh that would shiny, be cool like however shiny that's, Zubat? that's long gone don't have that cartridge anymore Damn. even if I did I'm pretty sure that uh, it corrupted at a certain point because I did like Game Shark it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Little unfortunately. Code. So there's probably people listening or watching this that just heard what you said and are like, Game Shark? What the hell is that? I know. I don't even know what Game Shark is. It was is. actually um, crazy. That is crazy. But it was actually Action Replay, I believe, for like the 3DS. If you don't know what Game Shark is, you definitely don't know what Action Replay is. <laughs> True. Yeah, his deck, uh, all it is is, um, if you don't know, since a lot of that stuff doesn't really exist nowadays, I don't think, 
Um, but it's just like a cartridge so. of some sort, like the, uh, the game shark that was like a cartridge. And then I think there was like a, a few variations that you could use. I know there's one like you could plug into like a controller, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then like an actual cartridge itself. Um, and for the, 3DS and like Nintendo DS, it was like an actual thing. It was like a cartridge you plugged into your DS and then you plug in your game cartridge into that. So they actually had them for the 3DS. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could be wrong then. I just didn't even know that. When I think Game Shark, I'm thinking like PS2 days, you know? Well, I'm saying uh, action stuff. replay. Oh, action replay. Oh, Which so is just action like a form of like Game Shark. A, okay. Maybe like a newer version? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, that'll close down April 2024. RIP. And all right, so this is pretty cool. Pretty hype on this. Rumor is there is a new, well, I'm hype on the second part. Rumor is there is a new 2D Donkey Kong game in development, which is cool. You know, that's always cool. You know, like the okay. Super Mario Wonder, but you know, Donkey Kong. You know, we played, my dad and I played through Tropical Freeze. And that was on the Wii U, and then they eventually brought that over to the Switch. But that was, like, a lot of fun. We always go through games like that. Mm -hmm. But apparently there's a new Mario launch game coming out for the Switch 2 that is open world. Sorry, these are quotes. That is open world and jaw-dropping. I can't remember where I found that or who who had said that, like, uh, like who I'm quoting there. Okay. But apparently it's open world and jaw-dropping. So, again, interesting. we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but the Switch 2, people are saying it's, like, on par with, like, the Xbox One, the PS4. So imagine a Mario game yeah. in that engine. Well, you know, with, like, that graphic I mean, capability. If they're, if they're keeping, like, the graphic capability... Um, on like the same par as like a Nintendo game, everybody mm-hmm. knows that. Um, then what they can do with these engines could yeah. be crazy. Because I mean, just what we've we've seen from like Pokemon or Pokemon Mario Wonder that's about to come out. Yeah, October twentieth, by the way. Oh, it's very soon. Um, there's a lot of shit that they're doing with that game. Yeah. So on a new engine, on a new console, I feel like. And plus, be some you know that's. Coming. You're still kind of like further perspective. That's like a 2D game. Yeah. So like if it's like a 3D um, third person, obviously. (laughs) Can you imagine a first person (laughs) Mario game? (laughs) 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 That'd be kind of sick though. Peach, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That would be sick. You're fucking up my brother. um, Grand Theft Auto mod. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But a third person game, you're much closer to Mario like a lot more details. Like, again, mm-hmm. Wonder is beautiful, but, again, like, PS4, Xbox One graphic capabilities, Mario. Right. Um, that's going to be sick. So, yeah, that w- I just had those two things oh. that were just kind of, like, random, randomly okay. th- threw in there. Do you well, have anything kind of more random? I do, indeed. Okay, cool. All right, so check this out. Is this the one that you wouldn't tell me? Yeah. Ooh! New Dragon Ball series. I did, oh, damn, I didn't look into it, but I seen something about, again, I was, like, kind of scrolling. All right. And I did see something about Dragon Ball. Stop reading. Okay. And just take this in, okay? All right. I'm closing my eyes. I'm taking this in. New Dragon Ball series with Dragon Ball reaching its 40th anniversary. 
A and again, that's new. Dragon Ball, y'all. Right. Like, since it's uh, birth, genesis of Dragon Ball, yeah. Akira In Toriyama's Japan. baby. A brand new Dragon Ball series, Dragon Ball Daima. Daima? D-A-I-M-A. Oh. Has been confirmed and will debut in the fall of 2024. And we got something. So that's like a year from now. Yeah. Okay. So here is a direct quote from Akira. Hello, oh. I'm Akira Toriyama. I'm currently working on a new Dragon Ball. The title is Dragon Ball Daima. Daima is a made-up term, which in Japanese characters or in English would be something like evil. Due to a conspiracy, Goku and his friends are turned small. In order to fix things, they'll head off to a new world. It's a grand adventure with intense action in an unknown and mysterious world. Since Goku has to make up for his petite size, he uses his Niobo. Niobi? Niobo? Anyway, his power pole to fight. Something not seen in a long time. I came up with the story and setting as well as a lot of the designs. I'm actually putting in a lot more into this than usual. Things will unfold that... Wait. Things will unfold that close in on the mysteries of the Dragon Ball world. Hope you all enjoy these different from... Different from usual battles that are cute and powerful. And there is a trailer. And the animation looks cool as fuck. Literally everybody is like chibi. Not chibi, but like... Yeah, you got to find a different term. That's not... That's throwing me off. I know, yeah. Uh, Think... That's not good. (coughs) Think um, GT Goku. But everybody's like that. So they're all just like kids? Yeah. Oh. They all look like kids, but they're not kids, I would assume. Hmm. But the animation looks fucking rad. Hmm. So I'm curious how this will do. You know how the spinoff goes with pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, well, what's nice Especially is, GT. Yeah, but what's nice is he said he's actually working yes. on it. And I don't think he really had his hand too much in GT. And Dragon Ball is obviously his baby. So yeah. for him to work on like a Dragon Ball-esque series is going to be pretty cool. Huh. And we're getting Goku using the power pole. Yeah. Very OG. Very Dragon Ball. I wonder if there's going to be um, any like Super Saiyans. I don't know, but I feel like this is a good time to have more of a balance mm-hmm. between characters. Like maybe we'll see some badass Krillin, some badass Tien. Yeah. Badass Yamcha. And they're all kids. But I'm 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 pretty excited for that. No, that's sick. What's also interesting is in the trailer, they show Zenosama. You know, the god, the god of gods or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In the Dragon Ball universe from Super. Mm-hmm. They show him in there. So I'm wondering where this would have to be like some type of Super timeline. I mean, maybe. Because, I mean, even in the Dragon Ball universe, like, obviously he wasn't created, but, like... Yeah. He's there. Well, I'd have you to go... know? Yeah. Like, he's not in the episodes, but, like, it's not like he only appeared in, like, yeah. the super universe. Yeah. But know? there's, like... um, I'd have to go back and look at the characters, because they show a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go back and see where I think it would fit in. Oh, damn. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check that trailer out after. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's dope as hell. Yeah, definitely cool. Was that the only, like, random news? Yeah. 
Um, so you want to go into... Oh, aside from um, Lords of the Fallen, Fallen receives an 8 from IGN. And when does that come out? I think it came out today. It came out today. I want to say it came out today. October 12th. That sounds right, because uh, Colton... He did pre-order me, it. Yeah, yeah, he sent me a picture that he had pre-ordered. And speaking of Colton, good segue. So, um, actually, I haven't even brought this up to you, but I was thinking downstairs when I was making my egg sandwich before um, <laughs> the podcast. I was like, man, how cool would that be if... Because uh, what I did was I reached out to my cousin Colton, and then I reached out to your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Don't you talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> because Colton recently finished Lies of P, and I was like, man, how cool would it be to get a review from him? And Ashley's been playing uh, Faye Farm. She hasn't finished it, but she she does have like a early impression, well, first impression, early thoughts review for us that we're going to go over here shortly. But how cool would it be to like find friends or just like some community that you're close enough with and get like their take, their reviews yeah. of games versus like always trusting the big, you know, the big guys, IGN, Game Informer, you know, reviews that you have to take with a grain of salt. Critics, yeah. So I'm not saying like, hey, we're going to have a community review for you every episode, yeah. but I think it's something I'm at least going to start like looking for because yeah. we obviously <laughs> can't play all these games. We've been stuck with Boulder's Gate 3 for so long and just within that time frame, like fucking 10 big games have come out. Like we can't. We can't do that, so it'd be cool if we, you know, maybe rely on the community a little bit. Yeah. Like, give me a paragraph or two of your review. What do you think? What do you score type thing? And go over some of that. True. So, with that being said, um, Colton, again, has beat Lies of P, and here's his review. Oh, and to... Um, preface. <laughs> yeah, to preface for Colton. Uh, well, before that, oh, okay. I have to say he has played... All of the Dark Souls. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think he's actually played Demon Souls. or I think he has played it. I don't know if he's ever finished it. Um, he has. He's beaten, like, all the Dark Souls. He's beaten Bloodborne. He's beaten uh, Elden Ring. I, I don't sh- think he's beaten Sekiro. No, surprisingly, yeah. no. Um, either way, he's beaten the original Lords of the Fallen. He's mm-hmm. uh, pretty much played any Soulsborne-esque game. Yeah, anything inspired by that. That's, yeah. like, his bread and butter yeah. like he loves these types of so games. we trust him as a critic um and kind of some of the terminology <laughs> we're going to go over i'm sure it's going to go right over your head because he does get a little deep but like that's fine yeah um like I, I think if you he's got a passion for it yeah if you follow these games enough if you've played one the terminology here you'll probably be like oh that probably means this mm-hmm. you know so in lies of p Set in the universe of Carlo Collati's Pinocchio and developed by NeoWiz Games and Round 8 Studio, P must tell the truth, lie, and fight their way through a world of unrelenting puppets, malicious humans, and diseased enemies along their journey to uncover answers to the mysterious disaster. Mysterious disaster that has befallen Krat. Throughout its intriguing and immersive story, you'll come across characters who seek your help, your company, and sometimes even your demise. Your choices and actions along the way either bring you a step closer to being human or cause you to remain a puppet. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. This game isn't much different from other Souls-like titles, whether it's trying to beat a difficult boss to progress further or traversing an area where one misstep or mistake 
could mean death. You oftentimes have to use everything at your disposal or even change the way you approach an area or encounter in order to gain the advantage. While it's good to exercise caution at times, much like Bloodborne, the game also rewards a playstyle that's more aggressive and visceral. That is, if you have the skill, patience, and reflexes for it. Even if that's not the case, fortunately, you have a plethora of useful throwables, and he put in parentheses, believe it or not. Um, I'm guessing in past games, like, throwables haven't really been useful. Yeah. So, even if that's not the case, fortunately, you have a plethora of useful throwables, usables, consumables, P-organ upgrades, amulets, and defense parts that can either greatly change the outcome of a situation or give you just enough of an edge to win. The odds of of success are up to you. Sorry, I'm not the best with, um, I got like a, Fifth grade reading level over here. (laughs) Therefore, here's that big one. (laughs) Therefore, your willingness to adapt through trial and error when using legion arms to counter enemies, combining blade and handles and using special weapons to complement your play style, using offensive and defensive fable arts to level the playing field, utilizing fatal attack on staggered enemies, as well as combat mechanics such as perfect guard and guard regain, And lastly, of course, leveling up when you can is what will make or break you. Or you could always summon a specter for boss fights. It combines and tweaks recognizable gameplay mechanics, map design characteristics, storytelling aspects, and action RPG elements of Dark Souls, Elden Ring, Sekiro, and Bloodborne in such a way that its combat makes you want to get good the more you play, and even force you at times. Its story and world makes you want to keep coming back for the 30-plus hours of gameplay, no matter how often and how bad you get beaten. Colton gave it an 8.5. So he wrote all that? Uh, Yes, he did. Damn. I like That's a pretty uh, good review. Yeah, yeah. I, pr- I proofread, proof, proofread. Yeah. And, you know, again, some grammatical stuff, but that is, yeah. He wrote all that. Damn. Yeah, he did pretty I'm solid. Impressed. I mean, impressed. you know, knowing him, he probably fucking went over that and over that and read over it again probably, and again yeah. and again. Um, so I uh, I don't think this is a game that I will necessarily pick up, at least no time soon. I will say what I've seen because yeah. you know he's been sending me a lot of snaps. I'm sure he's been sending mm-hmm. you snaps of the game too. Like it looks sweet. What I read here sounds awesome. And I do like these games, but, again, there's just so much on the near horizon. Again, like you said, Lords of the Fallen probably came out today. Like, we want to play that. Dude, fucking... We're still working on Borders Gate 3. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder, Wonder come out on the 20th. In eight days. Yeah. Uh, when you hear this, it won't be eight days, but, yeah, that comes out Very right soon. over a week. I'm like, so this does sound awesome. Um, I may play it at some point, but it's just not on my radar at the moment. Yeah, no, I agree. You say the same? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm a huge fan of, you know, Dark Souls, Elden Ring, you know, those style games. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I got to be in the fucking mood to play them, you know. Like, me and you both, we put in a shit ton of hours into Elden Ring. 
I put yeah. in a shit ton of hours in Dark Souls 3. But I definitely, I just got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Like, it's nothing I'm hyped on. I mean, like, I got to say, I'm not even hyped to play, f- uh, the fuck is it? Lords of the Fallen. Although it definitely looks very enticing, and I was excited about it mm-hmm. uh, when mm-hmm. we first went over it. Uh, you know, the trailers and shit. I'm just, at this moment, I'm just not, like, very enthused to just yeah. pick it up. I mean, that's fair. And plus, you're an incredibly big Pokemon fan. You haven't played the DLC yet. I know. You just yeah. have to be, like, kind of in the mood for, yeah. like, these games. And, and the great right thing now, is... Right now, Boulder's Gate is taking over your life. <laughs> dude, I fucking love that game. Honestly, dude. Oof. Game of your life? <laughs> it's, Goat? In the, it's in the running. <laughs> it's in the running. Holy shit. Yeah, it's good. Love that game. Um, But, yeah. Now, going back to uh, Lords of the Fallen. Like, that's something I'm also, like, super stoked for, I would say. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to download it tonight and start playing. Yeah. You know? Maybe I need to watch uh, some gameplay or a trailer to kind of get me hype again. But I'd like to see how the game is, like, playing with a friend through the whole thing. Because I think you can do that. Oh, it's co-op? I mean, I don't know if it's split screen, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I remember we watched gameplay of um, someone playing with the developers. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I was caught up in Liza P. But, yeah, Lords of the Fallen, yeah. Did I say? I, I think I said Lords of the I Fallen. I think you were I talking about, it. but I was just for some reason yeah. thinking Liza P. But, but yeah. Lords of the Fallen, like, yeah, I think it'd be cool to see what that game's like going through the entire thing with a friend. Because um, I do enjoy Boulder's Gate, and it's fun playing solo, um, which I'm really far behind at this point. But, like, it is very different when you play with a friend. It's yeah. just a much more, like, role-playing kind of experience. Um, so, who knows? Maybe it's the same with uh, Lords of the Fallen. We'll see shortly enough. Indeed. So, um, next we have Ashley's Fay Farm. First impression, early thoughts. So, she said, first let me say, I have only played about 10 hours. So, after I get more in the game, my thoughts and feelings might change. When I reached out, um, I had just, like, assumed that she was a little bit further. Because she had been, like, on this, like, cozy game. She's just been playing a lot of cozy games, but I guess she's just been tied up with some other things. Right. So, she says, I'm really enjoying it. And that's it. (laughs) 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 So, again, she says, as she gets more into the game, her thoughts and feelings might change. But she's really enjoying it. First, the character customization is lovely. I quote, lovely. You are able to do enough to create a unique character you like without it being too much, too overwhelming. I think it nails the comfy game aspect perfectly. The music, the style of the game, all of it. The fishing in the game is a touch more challenging than, say, Animal Farm. Is that an actual game, or does she mean Animal Crossing? (laughs) I would assume Animal Crossing, but there might be, I would not doubt... Yeah, a touch more challenging than, say, Animal Farm, Dreamlight Valley, or Stardew, which I love. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) say Animal Crossing, uh, which she loves, but not too grueling that the individuals who um, don't like fishing would find it to be too much. She loves fishing in games. (laughs) No, I do too. I feel that. I feel that. The game has an auto-tool feature, so you walk up to a tree and your axe is a tool automatically you'll use. No fusing with a tool wheel, which I think is really cool. Tons of quests to give you purpose in the game, but nothing too heavy 
where you'll feel as though you'll never finish them. Very similar to Dreamlight Valley in that aspect. I unfortunately haven't got to the part where you meet the Fae, so there is so much more to the game than I have seen. Another fun feature is you can go all over the map, jump on roofs, scale cliff sides, and the entire map is open to you. The only negative I have is the dialogue is a little stale with NPCs. I'm hoping as my friendship levels with them, in- I'm sorry, Ashley. I'm hoping as my friendship levels with them increase, that will improve. Overall, highly recommend to anyone who likes cozy games. Ashley gives Fae Farm early thoughts a nine out of ten. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So she's she really enjoying it. Yeah. Having- I mean, I, I like always ask her, I'm like, how's your game? She's like, good. <laughs> good. Good. Good game. Good soup. Hey, simple. Simple and clean. When you walk, walk away, away, you don't hear me say, <laughs> oh, baby. Um, so after that, we got the um, the meat and potatoes. Uh, Pokemon leaks. Is there anything you want to discuss before we get into that? Yeah, let's uh, let's go over this quest real quick. <clears throat> the meta. So we have the meta three. The meta quest three just uh, I believe came out two days ago, maybe yesterday. Oh wow, just came out. Yeah, nice. just came out. Noise. And I've actually been looking at a VR headset. Oh, maybe you should get the Pro. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a thousand. I did look at the Pro. This is probably about a month ago. I was just like casually browsing, see how VR was doing. Yeah. Uh, how was it doing? It seems to be doing really good. Nice. Um, I'm not sure about the new Apple one for $3,500, but these I seem about much that. more reasonable. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm so in the ecosystem now. I've, I've got to get it. I've got to spend it. It's true. Um, so the MetaQuest 3... Um, standard 128 gigabyte edition comes to 499, um, and there is a 512 gigabyte edition for 649. Now that sounds pretty steep, as I think the Quest Two is 300 bucks, and then the bigger one is like four, four fifty somewhere around there. So definitely a larger price increase. Um, you quadruple your like storage for an extra hundred fifty bucks. Not bad. Yes. Not not and terrible. This I don't even have the Quest Two stats on here. This is to the Quest Pro, which is a thousand dollars. And that's I think the one I have is the Quest Two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the Quest Three versus the Quest Pro. Um, not even gonna go over these fucking uh, Qualcomm <laughs> Snapdragon like that shit doesn't matter to casual people, but. Um, the resolution um, versus, so the Pro has a 1800 by 1920 per uh, eye um, pixels, of course. Um, and then the Quest 3 has a 2064 by 2208. Such a weird resolution. So the resolution is better on the 3 than yes. the Pro? Yes. Um, the display type. Damn, why is LCD. the Pro so much more expensive? It's, I don't know, but... What the fuck? Yeah, I, I assume... Be fucked up. I've been reading stuff about it, and apparently the uh, the Pro is going to, like, phase out, 
that's where the three will come in. Damn, I feel bad for anyone within the last week who like bought that bitch <laughs> for a thousand dollars. Yeah. But- Got to do your research. <laughs> and the pros refresh rate is somewhere between 72 and 90 hertz or vice versa. I don't know. I guess you can choose. I don't fucking know. Um, the refresh mm. rate on the three is 120 hertz, which is great. Oh, hell yeah. Field of view on the pro, 106 degrees versus the three is 110 horizontal, 92 vertical. Interesting. They both have pancake lenses. Um, this is good. Oh, that's good. the two... And like the original riffs and shit, they have the more ocular ones. They're, mm. I guess, like they're, uh, yeah, convex. I it guess it has to be like fucking set up perfectly on yes. your eyes, or exactly. it's gonna get like blurry, or just gonna look off. Yeah, exactly. And if you have glasses, if you're wearing glasses, it's like a fucking real yeah. big pain in the ass. So yeah, the is. pancake lenses, it's pretty much built, um, for you know anybody. So even if you're wearing glasses, there's even uh, better like mesh, I guess, inside of it to like steady it. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, it's uh, definitely way better for people who are ocular impaired. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> um, the they both have hand tracking, PC compatibility, voice commands, wireless, and mixed reality. Uh, versus the three, or sorry, the two. Um, a lot of these were, were like pretty dumbed down. I think, um, they still, I think all of them, the two has all these things, just mm-hmm. not as good. Yeah. Uh, controllers, MetaQuest touch pro controllers on the pro of course. And then the touch plus controllers on the three, not entirely sure the difference of those, but the, um, the three, with the uh, the mixed reality, like augmented reality. You mm-hmm. know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you can like see inside your room mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Um, with the two or the pro, I can't remember which. Um, it doesn't matter either way. They're the old ones. Um, they are only in like black and white. So you see everything in black and white. With the newest one, everything is like colors in the actual room. So it's got full like RGB compatibility. Mm. And... There's like some demos out. Uh, I was looking some like videos up online with people who already have the three, and mm-hmm. there's some like really cool shit. Like that shit like perfectly tracks everything in your room. I tell you what, I don't know if it was these headsets, but I got stuck on this um, this one YouTube video. I say stuck, but I just it was so interesting. I just kept watching. Yeah, and it was the sorry, I'm dumb. I can't remember his name. The Facebook guy, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. It was him, and he had a headset on. And the other guy had a headset on, and they were having an interview together. Mm-hmm. But they were in completely different places, maybe even completely different countries. And the guy that he was having an interview with, I think he's just known on YouTube just to do interviews with, like, famous people. Like, I've seen his videos before. Oh, I know and who you're talking about. it was when he had the headset on, it was like Zuckerberg was just right there, and it was just his face, <clears throat> his face. But it didn't look like a video game or anything. It was like perfectly like his face and it was like perfectly capturing like the movements on his face mm-hmm. when he talked and stuff and i was like holy shit yeah. it was like a wow like kind of jaw drop moment where i was like oh my god we're here in 
technology and like it was perfectly his face and just everything else was just like blackness yeah and i was like oh my gosh this I is did fucking see that this video. is fucking dope. was, um, was that was that these ones i don't know honestly i'll have to go back and check that video out and see what they were using for that but if so then that's fucking cool as shit yeah but you see what i was talking about where yeah. it's like oh my gosh that's like perfectly yeah. it's like we're facetiming or and something. it's funny because um like the dude what the fuck's his name lex something I again, I have no clue, but I've seen him anyway, before. He, he yeah, he definitely interviews some like really big names. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looked like uncanny almost, like it was so real, it was like off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then you like look at Zuckerberg, and it's kind of like the same because that dude's already a fucking cyborg. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the, the lizard, uh, yeah, the lizard shifter. alien memes. Um, so the Quest Three is actually lighter. A lot lighter than the Pro and still lighter than the 2. So yeah. definitely cool. And I, I guess I don't have the them here now, but the Pro, I believe, lasts for about three hours, and the 3 also lasts for about three hours. So that's just more incentive to buy their batteries and shit like that, battery packs, battery headset, whatever the fuck. Right. Unfortunate, but in a way, it kind of makes sense because you're not going to be playing it for that long and it gets a full charge in less than three hours nice so yeah i don't know if it's maybe just like the um the built-in like graphics card and processor and stuff if that's better on the pro but i see no reason to get the pro there's like Like that's crazy it's half the price pretty much every spec was better yeah it's lighter same battery life that's crazy. Dude, there's this it's awesome... absolutely wild. Yeah, it, it is wild. I think everything about the three is just very, very... Uh, there's no reason about the Pro. Yeah, no, that's that's sick. Um, sick. Now, if you're in the market for just a cheap headset, definitely just do the two, I would assume. There might be even a better uh, VR headset that you could get cheaper for. You maybe know, maybe there's a better budget-friendly one. Yeah. But, I mean, Meta's, MetaQuest is the biggest name yeah. by far. Um, but there's this really fucking cool, uh, I'll have to show you a video of this, but an augmented reality um, on the Quest 3. There's an app of or a game of some sort that you can download. But if you have a keyboard in front of you, mm. you can pick a song from the list or, I guess, type in the notes for the song or whatever. And it comes down... Like a uh, like a guitar hero thing with all the keys, and you can play the keyboard on the fucking screen. Hold on, when you say keyboard, like these, like a, like a keyboard, no, 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 a no. mouse like keyboard, a, uh, like just like, like a, a piano, piano keys. Yeah. Okay, piano keys. Well, I was thinking this because I didn't know if you had like a normal keyboard, if it would play the equivalent thing. I'm like, sure hey, this note is here type thing. I mean, you could still you could find that online for sure. But that's sick. Yes, it's super cool. That is because really you don't cool. even have to have it plugged in or nothing. You can have it on mute and just listen to it in your fucking headphones, and Damn. it's gonna play it. Imagine getting really good you, at that. You can learn through that. It. That's like the whole point. Yeah, that translates over to like actually playing yeah. piano because it's shit. just coming down. And you're hitting the right notes and everything. It's that's Damn. fucking. It's really cool. That is super sick. Holy cow! So I can't wait for more shit like that. But yeah, that was the uh, quest two. You want to go ahead Quest and do three, the, sorry. um, we can go ahead and do the knock the PS5 stuff out. Yeah, let's do it. 
Um, you want me to read what I have? And then if you have anything else? Yeah. So, um, and this is just straight from Sony's website. So, new PS5 Slim model. As the holiday season approaches, we are excited to share that we have a new PS5 model launching. To address the evolving needs of players, our engineering and design teams collaborated on a new form factor that provides greater choice and flexibility. The same technology features that make PS5 the best to play are packed into a smaller form factor along with an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive and a 1TB SSD for more internal storage. Pause. That attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive is awesome. Yeah. Like, that is, that's what I want. Remember, we were talking about that a few episodes ago, how we just, like, we don't want to get away from the physical with the disc. Like, this is the perfect way to do it. It's genius, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, always have that functionality where you can just buy this and attach it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, it's good for y'all because y'all are making more money. You could sell that. Yeah. Like, sell the normal thing, digital, but have it to where you can buy this separate thing to attach it. I will buy that. I do not mind. Especially if, like, say... You know, we have the standard PS5. Yeah. Say your disk drive does get fucked up, then you got to, like, either send it to Sony or try your hand at fucking taking it apart yeah. and repairing it. Like, it's definitely just makes more sense to... 80 bucks, a, yeah. Yeah, have a disk drive. Um, So, yeah, no, I think that's really cool. I love that we're actually getting a full terabyte, which, you know, when you actually get in... <laughs> yeah. It's not a full terabyte, but... But this time it is. Yeah, well, we had, they gave us, what was it, like 800 and something gigabytes. So when you actually start playing games, you only have like probably under 700 gigabytes actually use. Where they're giving us a terabyte before, you know, everything else. So, kind of cool. The new PS5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. There are four separate four separate cover panels with the top portion in a glossy look while the bottom remains in matte. If you purchase the PS5 digital digital edition, you can add the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for PS5 later as it will also be sold separately for 79.99 USD. The new PS5 model will be available starting this November very soon in the US at select local retailers and direct.playstation.com where available. It will continue to roll out globally in the following months. Once inventory of the current PS5 model has been sold out, the new PS5 will become the only model available. So the PS5 with Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive, it's $499.99 USD, and the PS5 Digital Edition is $449.99 USD. And I think I may have missed this, but it also comes with to where it comes with the setup for like horizontal layout. And you can, you have the option to buy a vertical. Yeah. You can, you have to buy the vertical one, Yeah, but there are pictures out. Like, it's not like it's a hard thing to find. There are pictures out and you can see how like there's four portions. Again, the top portions are glossy. The bottom are, um, are matte. And other than like the, uh, the attachable like disc drive, it pretty much kind of has the same like overall look. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks more modern, but just kind of slimmed down. Yeah, um, it looks sweet. Yeah. Like the the PS Five has kind of like grown on me the look of it over the years. But this definitely 
you know, already so soon they've made it look even more modern. Mm-hmm. So, not that I'm like, hey, this November I'm going to upgrade, you know, because, yeah. like, I don't need to. Like, I'm fine with mine, but it does look sweet. And it's going to be probably readily available this holiday season. Oh, guaranteed, yeah. They're so, probably pumping those fuckers out. Hell, yeah. Uh, do we just want to save Pokemon Leaks for last? What else you got? The Guitar Hero thing. Oh, yeah. I think that's the last thing yeah, I have. Yeah, forgot about that. Um, so, this one was very surprising. I wasn't <laughs> expecting Dude, this. We've been asking um, for this shit for so, so long. So, I hope I didn't, like, get you too excited. I'm... Let me just uh, read it all, and then you can let me know if, like, oh, well, that ain't shit. You know, yeah, you can yeah. let me know. So, again, this was, I just kind of copied and pasted. I'm trying to think of where this was from, because there's apparently some, um, actually, I think I fucking wrote it down right here. All right, so Microsoft, you know, it's starting from the beginning, giving you some context here. Microsoft announced it would be acquiring Activision Blizzard, the developer of Guitar Hero, in January of 2022. You know, old news, we know this. Game Informer reports that the deal is set to close on October 13th, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Kotick hinted at the future of the company and the game during an all-hands meeting that was hosted by James Corden. So, and I quote, A big part of what I've seen in Microsoft is research, and they do development in areas that are extraordinary. And so being able to tap into their AI and machine learning capability, the data analytics, new ways of thinking about graphics, I just see unlimited potential for what we do, Kotick says. Continuing to quote, The reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without the different types of resources. And so, you know, just the endless possibilities for the future that are just incredibly exciting. Mm. So to use language like that, the reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible. Like, it's like happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's unclear how a new Guitar Hero game could differ from the previous installments, but Kotick discussed... Elon Musk's um, Neuralink a bit elsewhere during the meeting in addition to virtual reality technology. Dude, imagine that. Like VR Guitar Hero. How <laughs> fucking cool that's going to be, dude. Oh, my fucking God. I never, I never even thought about that's that. That's what I'm saying, man. Dude, like you can... You're at your house. Ken's at his place. I'm here. Jeff's at his place. And we're all just on stage, dude. Oh, we man. all are playing our instruments, but like when we look at each other, we're all like on stage. Dude, that's dude, so dope. how fucking cool is that, that's man? That's so dope. Right? So again, just the language they used, the reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible. So it's like, I don't know, when I hear that, I'm just like, all right, so y'all are making this. Like y'all are at least working on this because yeah. it's now possible. You're saying it wouldn't have been possible, but it's now possible. Hmm. So that's what I had found. To me, again, that seems like it's at least there's th- it's in development to some extent. Yeah, you know, so that's really sick. Fuck, it's probably very fuck. early because they're talking about a lot of new technologies that aren't like out there, out there yet. Yeah, other than um, like VR and you know, I feel like AI that learning is just it's moving really fast. Um, so I feel like we're almost at like a good place where we'll start seeing that. 
like mm-hmm. in video games and just you know that type of technology like very soon um but yeah who knows within the next five years we could see a new guitar Dude, hero that's so exciting like even if it's not like you got a hard on for this VR guitar hero idea. Dude, I, that sounds so fucking cool. Yeah, like why be in a band anymore? Honestly. Like, dude, just fucking tune in live at seven o'clock. Oh, dude. In this server. Imagine we're all on stage. I'm the devil, I can do what I want. Get the fuck off stage. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dude. No, that sounds so cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we no, need that, that is super exciting. We genuinely need that. Like, if you want to fucking make some money. Honestly. Yeah, that's how you fucking get people to buy VR. Yeah. Like, that would be, um, like, a, a crazy, crazy good Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. Like, Guitar Hero, you would get people fucking buying consoles for that shit. Oh, I you mean, I I'm would. Saying? Yeah, I would, too. I mean, if I went to a yard sale and I seen Rock Band 4 for, the, like, the PS4 for $500, I may buy it, you know? Yeah. And that's just one game. So you're talking about for the same price, a console, you know, like, yeah, easily. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I know. Like, you can't even get that shit for 500 bucks. <laughs> I know. <It's> more. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, 500 bucks, and that comes with everything? Yeah. Shit. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, Fuck. your chicken strips. <laughs> Fuck. So we got some Pokemon leaks here, and unfortunately, Chris did most of the coverage here. I have <laughs> this singular detail. <laughs> I have that detail as well. Centro Leaks, Centro Centro Leaks says Diplin's evolution will be a multi-headed dragon type, and I will so, dive deeper into that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, before we get into that, though, so. I'm just going to start from the top. This isn't new news. New news. This is not new news by any means, but I seen what Pokemon are coming to the Indigo Disc DLC and got stoked all over. To name some, I'm especially stoked for. Um, In this DLC, we are getting Gen 1, Gen 2, and Gen 3 starters, as well as Gen 5, 6, 7, and 8 starters. All in this DLC. Let's go. Like, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, all will be available in the Indigo Disc DLC. To some extent, maybe some will be, like, through raids mm-hmm. um, or, like, get mystery gifts or, you know, however. But um, we're getting them in this DLC. A few others that um, are really exciting for me. Um, we're getting the uh, Vileplume Evolution line. Bastiodon Evolution line and Duraludon, obviously, but like I kind of forgot. I yeah. Like, oh shit, Duraludon, that's my boy. Also make their way to this game via DLC and many, many, many more. Um, those are just a few I'm particularly stoked on. So, getting into Diplin, there's a lot here because originally Riddler Koo had released some pictures and people had thought one thing about these pictures and then another thing that has led to this whole Diplin theory. Yeah, I remember seeing an image of Hydreigon that he posted, I believe. Or it was either Hydreigon or I've seen Dino. that one. 
Dino. Oh, too. yeah, that's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, so that was just Dino. like indication to like, hey, there's a multi-headed dragon. So I've heard a lot of people say, I always thought it was, actually, I pronounce it Dino. <laughs> Is it Dino or Dino? Well, it's D-E-I-N-O. I hear a lot of people pronounce Dino. it as Dino, but yeah, no, I think, I think D-E-I Dino D-E-I would be die. D-E-I. Or D. Yeah. It, so it, honestly, it doesn't. It's tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Who gives a fuck? Okay, so. But you already know if we post a clip on that, people would be like, it's fucking Dino. Right. I'm just going to say, uh, I guess I'll say Dino. Yeah. All right, so apparently Diplin's new evolution will be a multi-headed hydra-like dragon. Oh, I formed that in the question. Hydra-like dragon? Question mark? What? (laughs) Or so people are thinking with more Riddler coup leaks that have been released. An image of some type of QR code, a Pokemon footprint, um, bolt emojis like nuts and bolts, and a shirt pattern were posted. And what people deciphered this as was the the QR code-esque image relating to Dino the footprint belonging to Doduo, the bolts may be referring to Magneton, and the shirt pattern belonging to a Probo Pro, Probo Pass themed shirt. So firstly, some people speculated that in the final evolved form of all these Pokemon, there is one attack in common that they can all use, and that being Tri-Attack, which can leave the opponent the opponent's Pokemon with one of three status effects, Paralysis, Burn, or Frozen which people linked these status effects to electric, fire, and ice, representing the three dragons within the black and white games, Zekrom, Reshiram, and Kyurem. And maybe that just being further evidence that we are getting another black and white game, or a remake. But now people are further speculating that the numbers within these deciphered images hold importance, such as Dino being one, the duo being two, Magneton being three, and Probopass being four, since he technically has four heads if the significance wasn't clear enough. But if we add these numbers up, we would get seven. And with Ku recently posting a bunch of Diplin Evolution Line content, people are now thinking the seven is linked to how many heads this new Diplin Evolution will have. And there is speculation that this new evolution will be a bug dragon dual type which we do not have. So that would be pretty neat. Dude, Blue Eyes Ultimate. Blue Eyes Ultimate. Blue oh, Eyes Ultimate Ultimate. Yeah. What's the... Um, Bug-Eyed Ultimate Ultimate. There's that one from Godzilla with all the heads. I can't remember the name. Um, I definitely don't remember. Either way. Um. So Ku also released some tweets asking, who would you save? Along with the picture of Nimona, Arden, and Penny and very recently posted a picture of Kieran with a dark aura edited in. So what could this all mean? Could this tie in with the whole zombie thing and why we have to save a friend? Can we only save one friend? Will someone die? And again, the zombie thing is, um, I know that kind of sounds out of nowhere, but we've talked about it in a previous episode. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting to think, like, and it kind of, like, it sounds really morbid, but, like, excites me in a way. Like, are we going to get another death? Is, like, oh, Pokemon no. going to get dark again? Like, yes, I'm Hope here so. for it. Um, so, some more leaks. New information from a Chinese forum page was found from a pretty popular insider 
named Chinese Uncle talking about the new game and how it uh, it's apparently not going to be a legendary style game which will translate it, that's what it said, legendary-style game, which I guess meaning legends-style mm. game, but something more along the lines of Black and White 3. So we have oh, right. more evidence that's kind of pointing towards, like, hey, this is going to be another, like, new game in the Black and White, like, installment, not just a... Legend style game, which again, or a remake, or a remake, which you know you have to take these with a grain of salt. Like, and I say that because I I want a legend style game. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, um, shit, they did it a couple of years ago. They released a remake and that game a couple months after. Exactly, and some people are thinking that they're like, hey, would you rather have like um, black and white three, or would you rather have a legend style game and then an OG black and white remake? Kind of, you know, what they did, what you were referring to. Yeah. Which I'm taking the latter. Just for the Legends game. Of course. But either way, all leaks that are found and deciphered aren't always correctly translated or correct in general. So please take all of this with a grain of salt. We pretty much know that something new Pokemon-wise is on the horizon. And whether that's Black and White 3, Black and White remakes, a new Legends-style game, or some type of gold and silver remake, because some people are also speculating that. Either way, a new Pokemon game is a win, and it's worth getting excited for. So either way, we win. Next year, either way, we win. But people are thinking this will be next year, because Pokemon for a while has kind of released something every single year, whether it's DLC, a spinoff game, a remake, a new game. We've been getting something every year for a while. Yeah. So we should be getting what I'm thinking is one of those four next year. Let's hope. And, I mean, I'm happy with either, you know. I want oh, yeah. Legends. I want a Legends game, but, like, I'm happy with either. Hey. Because we didn't content. play. We didn't play Black and White. So, like, yeah. a remake would be sweet. I feel like that would just be the best way to play the game. Yeah. You know? Pokemon content is Pokemon content. Pokemon content is Pokemon content. I have a question. Yes. Um, would you rather a new... Pokemon Stadium or a new Pokemon Coliseum? Hmm. So. Or I'll do you one better. Okay. Or a new, like, Pokemon, uh, is it GX? Oh, Gale of Darkness? Yeah. Oh, like D- is it DX? DX or I think GX? D- for some reason, I, think I was DX. thinking GX for some reason. Yeah. That's I, Yu-Gi-Oh, silly. I mean, yeah, that is. <laughs> uh, I want to say DX. I think it's DX, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of put that in Coliseum, like, kind of together, right? That's like the same um, style of the game, right? Similarly, yeah. Yeah, like a story, like heavily story-driven. Yeah. You're not, like, creating your character, like, mm. you have a pre-made character. Um... I think, gosh, because um, Stadium, you know, older game, amazing game, still to this day, aged really well. Like, it's still pretty limited. You, you have those mini games that never get old, mm-hmm. but it's mainly just the mini games battling. I think way back in the day, you could bring your Pokemon over from, like, you know, your cartridge games. Yep. So if they added, like, another element to it, like something more I can do or just, like, fleshed it out to some extent and I still get mini games, 
I think I'm going to choose a new stadium game. But it would be really cool to see what they could do with a... I don't know, because you think about like a story-driven game. Like that's know. kind of what Legends was. That's true. It wasn't multiplayer. So if something to that extent fleshed out, then I'm going to choose... Um, something like Coliseum. Yeah. That, like, just tells a story that they can just, like, flesh out really well. Um, but I guess also in Legend, you did create a character. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not like if they make a Coliseum game, you're not able to create a character. It's not, like, a rule against it, but yeah, I that's guess just th- where I'm thinking when you brought that up. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. I guess we do, in a way, already have that kind of uh, new Coliseum game. Tuning. To an extent, but, you know, because Coliseum, Gale of Darkness, obviously came out in the GameCube a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, much more limited piece of machinery, software, technology, whatever you want to say. It was a very linear game, you mm-hmm. know, whereas uh, Arceus, Legends, Arceus was pretty open world. So, obviously, if they were to make a game like that, I don't know if they would take a step back and make it linear. Uh, I imagine it would be like open world, but again, if it's anything like Legends RCS, then I'm going to go with the more story based game. Yeah. Which, like, obviously, you know, you hear me talk about Legends RCS a lot, but Scarlet and Violet could have been that. It's just they didn't take things from that game and brought it over. That's true. You know, that's all I like. That's what I love about the game. The things that that game did. Like, if you bring those things to any Pokemon game, I'm going to be fucking obsessed with I it. I know. <laughs> you know? It could be a pretty, like, Arceus, I, I like the story, but it's not, like, a great story. Mm-hmm. You know? It could be a super subpar story, but just give me those mechanics and 10 out of 10 for me, my guy. Easy. Uh, so, I think, ultimately, all that to say, I would love both, but if I had to choose one. I guess I'm going to go um, with, like, the more Coliseum story-driven game. What about Agreed. you? What about you? I mean, it sucks because I want new mini games I know. that utilize, like, the Switch controls and just well, things like, you can do with the Switch. That's the thing. They're putting, like, these mini games in, like, Scarlet and Violet and the DLC and shit, but they're fucking lame as shit. Dude, they're so, they're so fucking lame. Honestly, all right, here's what you do. It's easy to remake those, even fucking remake them and put them in the game. Give me... Give me the Coliseum game, and then just make a fucking Mario Party Pokemon Honestly, game. Honestly, dude. Dude, make Why do we not a have Mario them? Party Pokemon game. Dude, I don't get it. Like, they know. They know the formula that will sell. Yeah. But they don't give it to us. It makes no sense. It doesn't. <laughs> like, I brought up, um, this was a bunch of episodes ago, but, like, if you had the Pokemon Animal Crossings game, you will make the most money you've ever made. As a company. But you won't make it. Do it, Nintendo. I don't fucking get it. Do it, Nintendo. Um, Sorry if I sound... um, I'm just really passionate about that. Fucking cozy Pokemon game? Dude. You'd have grown-ass men playing that shit. Oh, God. You still got grown-ass men playing Pokemon, <laughs> but you'd have some middle-aged men playing that shit. Oh, no, I'll turn 30 next month. Dude, I remember seeing this one video... Um. Of this guy, he looked like a fucking blue-collar construction worker. Um, but he was, like, had his Switch, and he was showing the guys he works with at 
what I imagine to be like some type of construction site. And he was showing them his island on Animal Crossing. <laughs> and this is like a fucking man's man. He's like, yeah, fucking, you wouldn't believe the time I fucking put into this game, man. <laughs> Look at my fucking stairs here. Yeah, you see that shit? Cost 3,500 bells. Dude. It, Actually, hell no. It was 350,000 It was a bells, really probably. nice island, too. Um, That's cool. But that shit would sell, dude. That shit would sell. Facts. Like hotcakes. Um, but as far as um notes, news, that's all I have. Did you have anything else? That's all I got to Any too, other brother. questions? Um out of those four possibilities of games that we could get next year, which one are you choosing? Like which one uh, you know because again I did bring up the gold and silver remake. Yeah. Gen two, baby. Okay, so my perfect game that I would say I want from Pokemon would probably be an Arceus-style Johto game. Yeah, seriously, that would be awesome where they're like, hey, all of you bitches were wrong. This is what you're getting. Yeah. Now, I don't see that on the horizon, unfortunately. I feel like they would either go black and white since they haven't had love and... You know, they're the last one to get remade before, like, X X and Y and shit. Right. Um, So, Black and White needs some love. But I still got to go with the fucking Arceus, dude. I got to go with that. Like a Legends game. That was such a good fucking game. That was. And a lot of the videos that I've watched to, like, get this information, the leaked videos, a lot of people will kind of end the video with, like, hey, it could be a Legends game. It could be the third game in the black and white series like you know we'll find out but all of them always say like man like legends arceus like that was the most immersive pokemon game for me they were saying really good things about it which obviously i'm obsessed with the game 10 out of 10 but i'm just happy to hear that people felt the same way yeah because i was a little on the fence for whatever reason when i seen like ign's review i think they gave it like an eight not bad but i'm like right no IGN don't know shit about Pokemon. They don't. They don't. Fucking losers. Um, Gen 1ers. Fucking Gen 1ers. Yeah. Can't believe we fucking... You bought a gamepad for Terrell. I bought him Legends Arceus, and the fucker never played it. I know, dude. I think he started it, but he didn't fucking actually play it. Dude, if Ken was like, hey, man, I've been meaning to go through, like, Legends Arceus again, but I kind of want to do it with a friend. You want to do it with me? I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We need to finish yeah, that he's shit. He's playing the shit out of us. I'm like right night. there. I know he, he has. I really want to like hop on with him, but ah, I love when it's like at least us three. Yeah. Like you need to have, you need to have randos. trios, man. I know, dude, because I kind of get to that toxic level when I play with randos, you know? Like, you kind of taught me how to, like, play those types of games. So, like, that's all I know. Like, hey, you follow these, you know, these rules. Like, you get your, what are they called? The wilds? What are they called? Yeah, the, the, like, wild Pokemon. You kill your wild. Like, we knew, like, if I got into your area and killed your wild Pokemon, then that fucks you over. Yeah, because you're stealing XP. Exactly. So, like, if you have someone do something wrong like that because it could be one wild Pokemon ruin the entire match oh, yeah. that is stolen because these people are doing it right on the other side and they're just, you know, over level. 
Or if you're fucking destroying people the entire game and you get to the middle Pokemon. Oh, like the yeah. Zapdos is what it was for us when we played. But right. Whatever that middle Pokemon is now, you have an end game buff that can literally make or break a game. And if you're winning, the enemy gets that buff. Yeah. You can fucking lose. Majority games, whoever gets Zapdos wins. Yeah. You know, so it's if pretty, your team's not easily. there to fight. And you have to be there because yeah. you can't take on a whole team of five, even if you're fucking maxed out level. We've had many games where we destroyed the other team. Yeah. And last second, they got Zapdos and won. Yep. I because mean, it's that. nobody makes it to Zapdos. Even when ah. you're like, Zapdos, you can ping it. Go to Zapdos. Go to Zapdos. Right. And everybody's just, do, 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 do. I'm killing minions. Dreadnought. Mm. <laughs> Guys, we got to get the shields. <laughs> we got to get the shields. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Ah, uh, man, I really do want to hop back God, on. It's making me pissed just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we've we fucking raged. Yeah. We've raged. I, but I get it. But it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Well, especially when you throw a Pokemon skin on a game like that. Yeah, Dude, there's so many Pokemon in there right now. Dude, we have... They've quadrupled the fucking roster it's since we've played. two years since we've played that game. I, I know. You know what's crazy? We played so much that I haven't checked his hours in a while, but I had checked Ken's hours after he had been playing for a while yeah and we still had more hours that's just crazy. because we played so fucking much damn gosh man i hate that we stopped that shit was like peak peak fun like when you would you would get home and i was home waiting for you to get <laughs> home have that switch damn i gotta wait for him to take a shit and shower <laughs> yeah we were fucking on it i know yeah, that's a good game. Good times, good times. Uh, huh. What do you think? You want to end it there? That, that about does it. Thank uh, you uh, for tuning in. This has been episode 51 of the Hardcore Podcast. Next week marks one year. And uh, we'll see what happens with that episode. Yeah. Maybe there won't be an episode. Maybe we'll just say, fuck it. Podcast's over. That anticipation, they're just like, when's the episode? Where's the episode? It's not coming. But yeah, no, that's been episode 51. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Also, if anybody wants to donate to me for a Meta Quest 3, my birthday is in a month. He's not capping. It is next month. I will have a GoFundMe link in the description. (laughs) Fuck no. We've got some talking to do. We've got to figure out what to do next week. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you're in trouble, mister.